my brother welcome to another episode of the have it all marriage for the have it all life podcast i'm bob gerace and i want to start off by encouraging you and letting you know that your marriage has a 100 percent chance of success if you do it god's way and now that's the problem isn't it brothers it's like how do you do it god's way and that's something that we're pretty much left to figure out on our own here as husbands with the guiding principle that it's only everything in our life it's only the entire purpose of our life to find Jesus claim him as our Lord and Savior become more like him every day and lead our wife and our children to do the same and so this most important quest this most important thing that we're supposed to do and there's no instruction manual there's no training other than the Bible and the Bible will give you everything you need to know and I want to make sure that I make that clear but here's the thing man it was designed for you to use over a period of decades it was designed for you to be in every day to be reading and studying and and looking things up and eventually as concordances and cross references came available to use them and to use your pastor and to use Christian men group and, and fellowship and small groups and prayer and devotions and you should have been doing this your entire life and yet society is thrust upon us that that you know what it's not about that it's about how much money you make go out and build big businesses or get an education and get a good job and so in in, in a very real sense you've been derelict in your duty of trying to figure this stuff out by using the one and only tool that God did give us and put in our hands which is his holy Bible and and his holy word and so now if you're in a marriage that's failing and you know the Bible is the answer but you also know that in order to get to where you need to be today in order to save your failing marriage that you've got to figure out a way to collapse decades of study decades of reading decades of prayer decades of devotion decades of fellowship into a few short weeks before the divorce bomb explodes in your face and so I want to kind of take you through an analogy like, I want to tell you, man, I, I love playing golf. I've got a set of Mizunos. They are tailor custom made to me. They, they fit my hand. They fit my grip. They're the exact right length. Everything, I even set it up because as, I'm not a gray golfer. I set it up so that like if I hit it on the sweet spot, it's going to put just the right spin. It's going to put just the right angle. It should give me every chance for success. And yet I take those incredibly expensive, custom tailored, best chance for success golf clubs onto the golf course. And what happens? It's like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to whiff. I'm going to hit the big ball before I hit the little ball, hit the earth and then hit the ball. The ball goes 10 feet. I'm going to slice. I'm going to hook. I'm going to have all kinds of problems. Now, usually not at first. And here's the interesting thing. What usually happens is like, like I hit it off the tee like a champ. And if I've never played with the guys that I've played before and I've warned them, like, you know what, man, I'm not that good. You're going to spend a lot of time waiting for me to go look for my ball. And they're like, oh, man, you can't be that bad. And I hit it off the tee and I'm on the green and one. Even if there's a dog leg, it's like the hook or the, 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 the slice finally worked for me. And now all of a sudden I'm on the green and maybe, maybe I even maybe I even birdie that hole but then but then the problem is is like that's that's when I was in my highest seat of self it's when I was remembering everything I was taught it's not when the pressure was on it's not when I was under stress it was like I had given up and on, on, on trying to do a great job and I just stood there and I did what I was taught and it worked perfectly because I had let go of the outcome okay 
Now here's what happens. As soon as I do that, the outcome matters because now I've birdied the first hole. Now I've got I've got I've got something to work with. There's there's a chance. It's like Ace Ventura. Like you're you're telling me there's a chance. There's a chance I might score less than 120 on this course. And so now all of a sudden I care. And as soon as I care, it's like a slice and hook and water and sand and woods and lost balls and embarrassment and shame and everything else. And so what do I do? I take that very expensive set of clubs and I take it to the driving range and I hit bucket after bucket after bucket after bucket after bucket. And you know what? On the driving range, I don't do too bad. On the driving range, it's not really that big of an outcome. On the driving range, nobody's really paying attention to what I'm doing. And so it looks like I'm going to be okay. And then I go back into the heat of battle and the minute that it really matters, I can't golf at all. Now, I have repeated that cycle as many times as, as man, I could, I could throw up, I've repeated that cycle. But here's the thing, man, I never get any better. The expensive golf clubs, the one tool that I have, the, the best tool that I have as far as what I can put in my hands and swing is not solving the problem for me. And the analogy that I want to draw here is that the best tool you have for solving your problems inside of your marriage is the Bible. And yet, you can take that Bible and you can, you can hit bucket after bucket after bucket of balls, reading chapter and verse of scripture, memorizing scripture, trying to understand, looking things up with concordances, watching sermons on social media. But sometimes, man, you just got to hire a pro. And so what I find is the biggest difference in my golf game is when I hire a pro. And that pro can look at me and he can say, Bob, all you got to do is just sit back a little bit more. All you got to do is keep your head down a little bit more. All you got to do is just spread your legs a little wider. Or all you got to do is line up a little differently. Or all you got to do is twist the club in your hand a little bit. Or all you got to do is twist your grip over a little bit. And, and these, these, these little tweaks that he's telling me that I cannot see because I cannot see myself. And now here's the other thing too. Like before, you know, cell phones, you would try to do this and it was like a major hassle to try to record yourself or get a video, even if I try to record my swing on a, on a, on a cell phone or an iPad or, or whatever, man. When I look at it, all I see is I think I'm doing it right because that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I hold my hand like this. I'm thinking I hold my head like this. But the thing is, is like somebody with a different perspective, somebody who has taught hundreds and thousands of people before, somebody who has helped men to get over their, their blind spots and their hurdles and their false beliefs, their muscle memory, the, the, the patterns and the habits, the recurring patterns and habits that are causing him to, to fail at golf. Somebody who has been through this can identify these things quickly and easily and can, and can guide me through the process of making the change, of transforming from the terrible golfer that I was to the okay, not so terrible golfer that I am. And the more of this training that I take from the pro, the more of this coaching that I receive, the more of his instructional videos that I watch, the more I'm in his chats and his forums and talking to his other clients, the more I immerse myself inside a system in a community that helps me to become a better golfer, the more strokes I'm able to shave off of my game. And now I want to invite you to consider that this is no different when you are dealing with your marriage. 
You have not been taught by a pro. You have not had a tremendous amount or any coaching. You have not had people saying, let me observe your behavior and see what you're doing wrong and give you the tweaks that are necessary to get you back on the right path. You have not been immersed inside a culture of a brotherhood of men who are all trying to achieve this same result and talking openly about their struggles and what they're facing and then getting solutions from other men who have solved the problem. When you immerse yourself in a system like that, things change. You transform. And inside of that space, the false beliefs in your head, which are the things that are leading to the habitual patterns that cause you to keep shooting yourself in the foot inside of your marriage, evaporate. Those problems go away. And for once, not only do you see progress, but your wife sees progress. And when your wife sees progress, now she's encouraged. Because if we go back to what I continue to harp on, and yes, gentlemen, this is repetitive. You cannot hear it enough times. Your wife, her role inside this trinity of marriage with God the Father at the head of it, you role modeling Christ, she role models the Holy Spirit. When she is seeing the, the, the metaphorical marital slices, hooks, water hazards, sand hazards, wood hazards, rough hazards, lost balls, too big a divots, big chunks of dirt flying in her face when you're trying to hit the ball. Man, when, when she sees that in her marriage, then, then she knows that she's not being loved as Christ loved the church. And God wired her up to be able to give you an incredible amount of conviction inside of this thing that we call marital pain, inside of being alone in your bedroom at night or feeling like it, even though she's two far feet apart, inside of not getting your needs met in any room of the house, inside of not getting Father's Day cards, inside of, of, of having stuff tossed at them, inside of the arguing and the yelling and the complaining and the nitpicking and the shaming and the emasculating and the guilt that she hips men you know what women are not perfect they are not perfect in the way that they communicate this stuff because they're fallen in a broken fallen sinful world as well but man whose job is that whose job when you read Ephesians 5 whose job is that to lead her to a place of sanctification where she doesn't do all that stuff how do you think you lead her to a place of sanctification where she doesn't do all that stuff you become an expert. You become a scratch golfer inside your marriage. You become a, a, a below par hitting consistently golfer inside your marriage. In other words, you become, and for people who don't understand golf, below par means that you're actually shooting under par. You are actually shooting less than the average of 72, which is phenomenal. So you become a phenomenal husband. You become an elite level husband. You become an, a husband who can, who can get it on the green every time he tries in one or two strokes, who has a good short game, has good chipping, has good pitching, has good putting, all the different skills that you need inside your marriage. How does this relate to marriage? Well, you've got to be the chief emotions officer inside your marriage. What that means is that every time you stand in that tee box, which is, by the way, every single interaction that you have with your wife, you know how to set up the shot. In other words, you know how to set up the interaction. You know how to stand. You know how to hold yourself. You know what to think about. You know what to do. You can call up this frame of certainty and joy and bliss and security and safety and love and patience and kindness and forgiveness and make this experience beautiful for her before you ever open in your mouth or, or, or do anything.
So you set up your shot correctly. Now when it's time to take your shot, the, the club head connects with the ball. It connects exactly the way you need it to. When she comes to you and she's sad or scared or lonely or doubtful or resentful and it's you, then maybe you need to put a little bit of a, of a hook on it to, to, to get her back into a good emotional space. When she comes back to you and she's happy and excited and elated or, 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 or she just wants to feel better than she already feels, maybe you need to put a little bit of spin on it so that you can maybe slice it just a little bit to get around that dog leg left and now all of a sudden she's happier like like every shot you take matters inside your marriage and sometimes when you try to take these shots maybe they are not perfect how do you recover if it did go in the sand how is your sand game in your marriage if it did go in the water how is your water game in in your marriage if it did go in the rough how is your rough game in your marriage and maybe sometimes these shots maybe you expected to pitch it or chip it and get it on the green but now you gotta you gotta do two pitches or, or two chips how good is that game how good is your like super short game so you're gonna have you can't use a putter man you got to use a wedge and as you're using that wedge you, you you know what a lesser golfer it would fly right over the green and, and into the water behind it but because you've got this expert game anytime you need to make one of these shots you know exactly what club to use you know exactly how to stand you know exactly how to hold the grip you know exactly how far to go back in your backswing and exactly how to hold your arms while you're doing it and then you get up there and how's your putting game how can you drive this thing home you've created this interaction for her it is good it is beautiful but it, the icing is not on the cake not until that ball is in the hole man you want it in the hole get it in the hole man that, that, that's where you're happy that's where she's happy you got to get it in the hole so how are you going to get it in the hole that means your putting game has got to be perfect too man if you wake up in the morning and all you can think about is getting it in the hole the way you get it in the hole is you start on the tee you start on the tee and you make every shot up to that green correctly and then you just tap it in brother you just tap it in and she wants it in and you want it in and everybody's happy and this marriage is working exactly the way that god intended so so man what is the key that that, that, that underlies all of this the key that underlies all of this is that you've actually got to make this a priority if you want to get better at your game of golf you've got to golf almost every day every day is preferable you've got to practice every day yes you do have to go to the driving range and you have to practice you need buckets you need clubs you need a range and you need to be able to take as many swings as you need in order to perfect each one of these techniques now here's the thing you go do it without a coach you're practicing incorrectly you are you are ingraining and putting into muscle memory the mistakes that have caused you to be in this marital pain so what you must do is you must hire a pro you must hire a coach who can watch you and help you and guide you and help you navigate your mistakes and your false beliefs and the things you thought you were doing right that you're doing wrong and give you the little tweaks and the little course corrections that are much less painful i promise you than the course corrections that your wife will give you and then all of a sudden your practice becomes a a, a method that leads to perfection not to pathetic not being able to get it in the hole so you you practice you do the reps and sets you make sure you have a trainer you make sure you have a coach you make sure you have a community you make sure you're immersed in this stuff and then you get feedback every time you go out and you play a game you come back and you debrief it with your coach you tell him or her what is the problem well, how, how am i doing this wrong why can't i seem to get this right 
And inside of that space, what ends up happening is more course corrections and more tweaks continue to happen. And before you know it, you're out there and you're starting to get better. You're out there and, and, and you're getting better and better and better. So brothers, you might say, well, Bob, you opened this segment with the fact that, that your game is not that great. Why is your game not that great? Well, here's what I want to tell you, brothers. You've only got so much time. You've only got so much time. And if you're one of the guys who's watching this channel, it's highly likely that you're a high achieving, successful, professional man with a, with a very, very busy career. You're building big businesses that matter, or you're helping somebody build them as a C-suite executive, or you're a national manager, or you're an attorney, or you're a physician, or you're an airline pilot. But whatever it is, man, you have a lot to keep up with with that career. And oftentimes that career must come first, or that career will fail. Well, how do you pair that with a marriage that must always come first, or it will fail? So what I'm going to tell you, man, is like, this could be the subject of a whole other podcast, but what I'm going to tell you is that you've got to get so much emotional currency in the bank with your wife that when your business needs to come first, like you can make some small deposits with your wife and, and then your business can come first and she'll encourage you and trust you until you go travel, stay out late, meet with clients, entertain clients, spend money, do whatever you have to do to build this financial empathy, to, to build this financial empire and legacy. And, and, and I'm going to be okay because my tanks are full. Well, so if you're trying to manage this, this, this lunacy of trying to, to build a big business or a career and build an amazing marriage and be an amazing father, how much time is left for golf? I'm going to tell you, man, not a lot, not a lot, at, at least for me, man, because for me to be good at golf, it's an everyday thing. So what am I going to devote every day to? I'm going to vote. I'm going to devote every day to Jesus. I'm going to devote every day to my wife. I'm going to devote every day to my kids. I'm going to devote every day to my business. I'm going to devote every day to my health. And if there's anything left after that, then, then that's where it starts getting carved up. Maybe there's a little time for golf. Maybe there's a little time for, for football. Maybe there's a little time for boating or whatever, but man, you got to get your priorities straight. If you're going to practice something all day, every day, if you're going to become the world's best that you can possibly be, if you're going to become an elite level ninja master warrior for Christ level Ephesians five husband, this is something where you get so many chances on that tee box every day. You wake up in the morning, you go to bed at night and everything in between, even in the middle of the night, even when she needs to get up in the middle of the night, are you getting up with her? Are you concerned about her? Are you asking if she's okay? Are you, are you okay with her turning on lights if she needs to so she doesn't trip? Are you okay with suffering in her place so she doesn't have to? Which means if the baby's crying and it's 3 o'clock in the morning and, and, and you're the one working and she's not working and, and she's tired, can you drag your behind out of bed and give it to her? That's a stance on the tee box. That's an opportunity. That's a swing. And whether you know it or not, if you lay there and pretend you're asleep, you're still swinging on that tee box. You're just digging a big divot and the ball went two feet. And she looks at you like, what a pathetic golfer. What a pathetic husband. He knows I'm hurting. He knows I'm tired. He's not taking a turn with the baby. You know what? I feel like I have two babies. I feel like I have two children I have to take care of and there's nobody here taking care of me. So understand, brother, that even if you don't think you're taking shots from that tee box, even if you don't think you're pitching and chipping and putting, you are all day, 
every day. And how often you get it in the hole depends on how often you perfect this game which goes back to how often you practice it and whether you're practicing it wrong and cementing bad behaviors, thoughts, patterns, feelings, emotions, actions, and beliefs, or whether you're working with the coach who is helping you to break free of all of that garbage and practice correctly. And so, brother, that's all I got for you today. I hope you have an amazing day. Get in that tee box. Start taking shots. Get on that driving range. Start practicing. Hire a coach. Start getting your, your bad habits and patterns and beliefs broken and moving in the right space. And if you want any help with how you get started in this process, I want you to go to www.realmanrevolution.com, www.realmanrevolution.com, because that is exactly what we do. We take you through every possible shot in your marriage from the moment you wake up in the morning until the moment you go to bed at night and what happens in the middle of the night if she's sick or the kid's sick or something goes bump in the night and everything in between. You will become an expert at driving, an expert at pitching, an expert at chipping, an expert in the sand, an expert with water, an expert at putting, and I promise you, brother, you will get it in the hole more often than you would even ask because she will be encouraging you to get it in the hole. And this has been another chapter from the book of Bob.